0: Intro. Do it.
1: <laughs> what up? Welcome in to another episode of Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iPhone Cinema, Cinema for Everyone. Dang. Where's it available at? It's it's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, Castbox. Oh, it's on a bunch of stuff. <laughs> if you Google "Not Your Normal Podcast," it brings up like tons of podcast platforms that i've never even uploaded to but people listen to on there too Huh. didn't know that well you know i'm where, your host darren cross and this is kyler durrell you know where it's also available at youtube ever you get your podcast so nice. well, yeah wherever anyone gets their podcast
0: yeah. there's one more part to the
1: intro which is
0: kyler what's going on oh nothing i was, wasn't bad i like that i wasn't yeah. bad well today is a special
1: day it is it is April thirteenth, two thousand twenty. Four years ago today, the 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 legend, Kobe Bean, always wore purple and gold.
0: Check the mic. The mic covers. The mic covers are purple and gold. Heck yeah. Two four on the laptop. I left my Kobe shirt at home.
1: Sixty points. Goodbye, Kobe.
0: T-shirt. We've talked about this before. First off, Happy Mamba Day. Happy Mamba Day. Yeah, Mamba Day. you listen to this on Friday the 7th. Yes. yes. April 17th is when this airs. We're filming this on Monday, April 13th, so happy Mamba Day. We've talked about this before. Whenever Kobe died, and we did the... Uh, it sounded really bad coming out of my mouth. Whenever Kobe passed away yes. and his daughter passed away, we uh, did an episode basically dedicated to him. We talked about him a lot. We talked about a couple other things, but we talked about him a lot. And on that episode, I said and I still stand behind this that he is the I said greatest you could say Michael like he's more he's the most in my lifetime the most iconic Oh absolutely because what I've said like what I said on that episode was there's only a couple of plays and a couple of scenarios in American sports that I remember where I was at I remember where I was at when the Mavericks won the, won the 2011 NBA finals because it's the Mavericks I remember where I was at when David Freeze basically screws the Rangers out of a World Series. Yeah. I remember where I was at when LeBron and the Cavaliers come back and beat Golden State down 3-1. Yeah. But those are championships. I remember when the Celtics won the championship and Kevin Garnett, anything's possible. Yeah. I remember... Plays though, Steph hitting the shot against the Thunder. I remember that. We watched that right out there in the right garage. There, yeah. I remember Kobe dropping sixty right out there in the garage. Yeah. I remember Kobe shot over the Suns. I remember where I was at. I was in Bells. I remember exactly where I was at. I remember more Kobe Bryant plays and highlights and like career highlights of where I was at than any other athlete or any other team in sports history. Had which a lot is, of them. Which I'm only 23, but still, yeah, I remember more Kobe stuff than anything else so the bean he was very uh, iconic he is an iconic person very uh he is very strong legacy oh yeah absolutely definitely how do i say this if you don't put him on your mount rushmore i think you're an oh, idiot. yeah i think you're an idiot yeah absolutely but uh, what's your favorite kobe moment
1: oh um Oh. I have like a like a three way tie. The two thousand and nine, two thousand and well, two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine, the, the first time the mm-hmm. the first part of their like two thousands championship, him and Palgasol's championship. Um playoff round against the Hornets. I'm laying in bed and the T my TV's in front of me, up on the wall, and Palgasol sets a A backdoor screen for Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher rolls around, catches the ball, but they close out so he can't catch the three. Well, whoever slid off of Kobe slid over to Derek Rose to stop. I mean Derek Fisher to stop the three. Mistake. They passed it to Kobe, and he could have easily shot the three, but he didn't. He took two hard dribbles into the paint, and he dunked on a Mecca Okafor. That's pretty bad. I remember that one. That that one made me jump out of my bed. Yeah. And then, like, two plays later is the one where he got the steal off the inbounds and did the reverse uh, pump. Yeah. Dunk. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one that LeBron did that looks
0: literally the same. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's one. The shot over the Miami Heat. That one's gross. Over Dwayne Wade to win the game. It was just a regular season game, but the, the difficulty of that shot was ridiculous. Um, of course, the 81 point game is crazy, the 60 point game is crazy. But the one that stands out to me probably the most... I think we're going to have the same one. uh, ...is the game against the Toronto Raptors. They were down by nine with Mm 32.3 seconds left. They inbound the ball. Kobe catches three, down by six. The Raptors get the ball. They inbound it. Turnover. Kobe brings down the ball. Another three. Bang. Down by three. There's like 2.3 seconds left on the clock now. They get the ball back, call timeout, advance the ball to half court on the right side of the goal in front of the Toronto Raptors bench. Kobe is running through. Only, he only ran through like four or five screens, but he gets the ball. He pump fakes twice. Terrence Ross didn't jump on the pump fake. So Kobe just rises up. And shoots it, and sends the game into overtime, and then they end up winning the game by three. He made the Raptors his bitch, didn't he? He did mess up the Raptors a lot. The most, you know, Kobe Bryant scored forty points against every team in the NBA yeah. at least twice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the that's awful. <laughs> the play the play in Kobe Bryant's career that I jumped. I remember I'm in bells. My dad's putting which. Wasn't always privileged like this, didn't have nice things. My dad was putting putting these uh, fish, full fish, pieces of fish that were frozen. Yeah. He'd get those, defrost them, put those in the oven, get some French fries out of a bag, put those in the oven. We'd have fish and french fries and just a normal regular season game, um, interconference battle. Okay. There's this young this young guy out of high school, I don't remember I don't remember exactly what year it was, but I remember vividly watching it, and I was telling my dad this guy is really, really good. Not Kobe. Thomas about somebody else. Okay. This guy is very, very, very good. Then Kobe yams all over him and puts his crotch all up in his face. I'm trying to think of you. And my dad was like, he's not of, that good. Out of high Dwight school. Howard. Yeah, Dwight Howard didn't come out of high <laughs> when school. When Kobe yam, Yeah. When he played for the Magic. Yeah. yeah. battle, yeah. The, the, the Magic oh, and the... He labels. got a face full of Kobe beef. <laughs> my brother, can we watch something else? And then Kobe just... No. And I went, oh. <laughs> yeah. I stand up, French fries and mustard go over. I'm like, whoa. Oh. Yeah, that was gross. That, that's the most like just nasty. I thought that was disgusting. That one's gross.
1: Uh, the game against the Pacers when Paul George still, still played for him and they wore the hickory jerseys. That's mm-hmm. what I remember, the, the maroon with the yellow shorts. They were down by, they were down by three, and they put uh, Paul George on Kobe. And Kobe and Paul George were, this towards the end of Kobe's career, but they were sort of talking and laughing or whatever. And uh, Kobe just runs. He starts to play at the top of the three-point line. He goes all the way down right side, runs baseline, up the left wing, catches it. Paul George stuck with him the whole time. And Kobe just catches it and releases just quick. Bang. And then Paul George just turns
0: around and goes. And Kobe just laughs. laughs. There's another like the, the other play that I remember I was which this makes me sound privileged now my mother and my stepdad wanted to take like because they'd never been on like a really nice vacation yeah. so they wanted to take all the kids all the grandkids so we all went to Disney World mm-hmm. when I was like 16 or 15 or something like that Kevin Durant plays Oklahoma City yep. I've shown you this play the block oh my lord yeah I was in the I was in our room and I was like.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kobe. Block, yeah.
0: Kobe just everybody else slows down. He runs by people, and Kobe just swats Kevin Durant off the backboard. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god!" He came out of nowhere. Just didn't give up on the play ever. Yeah, had the Russell Westbrook 110 mile an hour, 110 percent all the time. Yeah, so very rare to see that.
1: It is. There's Even a take a playoff clip going around the. I told you about it earlier. There's a clip going around the uh, because it is Mamba Day. So a bunch of like Bleacher Report and Sports Center and ESPN and Anything that revolves around like basketball lifestyle, they've been posting Kobe Bryant stuff all day. There is a video clip of him. Uh, when did he tear his Achilles? Twenty thirteen, I think. Twenty thirteen, yeah. I don't remember. Against the Warriors, uh, and he tore his Achilles. And for those who don't know, he tore his Achilles, walked off the court, then walked all the way back down the court, made both of his <clears> free throws, <throat> and then they fouled to get him off the court because his Achilles is torn. There's a video of him going around because they were fighting for a playoff spot at that point. Yeah. And he, if they won the game, they were going to like clinch a clinch a playoff spot. Yeah. I think it was the eighth seed though. Kobe's on the bench with the trainer who also retired with Kobe. Uh, okay, here we go. So the, your Achilles, the tendon, it runs from the bottom of your heel up to the middle of your knee behind your calf muscle. Kobe's on the bench trying to pull the rest of the tendon Mm. up behind his calf muscle. So it's not hanging and causing any more strain so he could finish the rest of the game. That's gross. That's real gross. (laughs) And I'm assuming terribly painful. I'm not saying
0: that's gross like, oh, that's gross. I'm saying that's just gross.
1: Like that's terribly. There's no way that there's no way that feels good.
0: I can't even do anything, man. <laughs> uh, There's no way that feels good. No, it hurts.
1: Oh. I remember when I sort of messed mine up at the Bell's gym, and I couldn't stand on it. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was not good. That was awful. It was the Imagine worst pain. Of, it. That was the worst. That was the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. And I stepped on a nail, and it went through my foot. That my dad pulled out with a hammer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ew. Yeah, we were working on the house and I stepped on a nail mm. and I I'm t tw- i am I was like twelve. Mm. <laughs> so I'm crying. I'm like, uh, there's a nail in my foot and my dad was like, Oh, it's no big deal, it's a brand new nail. You know, like, it's not rusty, you don't need to get a tetanus shot or anything. And I was like, oh, uh, what do we do? We go to the hospital. Oh, well. He just got a hammer, the end of the hammer that pulls out nails, oh, he just put it on the bottom of my shoe and just was like, You ready? And popped it out. And then put like wrapped it in gauze and stuff oh. and Yeah, that sucked. It was awful.
0: (laughs) It wasn't fun. In short, Kobe was gross. (laughs) Yeah, in short, Kobe Bryant, gross. Happy Mamba Day to everyone that celebrates. Day. Day after Easter. Well, not necessarily, but it could be on Easter. What? Mamba Day. Mm hmm. Yeah. Who's bigger? JC or Kobe (laughs) I'm just (laughs) Um, kidding I wanted to discuss something that I thought was just wild okay I don't know if anybody has seen this Um, I've talked about both parties on this podcast I try to stay non-political but I've really been political okay this is just weird to me oh my god I can't even read this how about blowing me Anyway, um, Donald Trump decided the Donald Decided that um, he's a scientist now and he's a medical profession. I don't know who's telling him these things. Do you telling like me like from two episodes ago whenever I was telling you about
1: how he said, Take this medicine, this medicine, and this medicine and you'll you'll be immune to it and then the doctor came on right after and was like, Hey, don't do that, you'll die. <laughs> Donald, you get your information from some crazy places, but... Hold on. He's fan. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're great sound bites, and I love listening to the guy talk. He's hilarious. He cracks me up.
0: Anyway, um, so Donald Trump says that um, he has a secret drug, basically. Not a secret drug, but a drug medication that will help you help treat the coronavirus okay and it is an anti-malaria drug malaria the virus or the, mm-hmm. the virus disease whatever it is so it is hydroxochlorine or hydroxochloric i can't talk hydroxochloroquine okay Chloroquine. queen i don't know um so it says that some doctors are prescribing it to patients who have the virus, despite the fact that it has never, be, never been tested for it. So President Trump made a rare appearance in the Situation Room on Sunday. This is from uh, New York Times. Very liberal. Okay. <laughs> um, made a rare appearance in the Situation Room on Sunday as his pandemic task force was meeting determined to talk about the anti-malaria medicine that he has aggressively promoted lately as a treatment for the coronavirus. Once again, according to a person briefed on the session, the experts warned against overselling a drug yet to be proved a safe remedy, particularly for heart patients. Yes, the heart stuff, Mr. Trump acknowledged. Then he headed out to the cameras to remote it anyway. So what do I know, He he conceded to reporters at his daily briefing. I'm not a doctor, but I have common sense. Day after day, the salesman turned president has encouraged coronavirus patients to try hydroxychloroquine, whatever, with all the enthusiasm of a real estate developer. The passing reference he, po- he makes to the possible dangers is usually overwhelmed by the full-throttle endorsements. What do you have to lose, he asked five times on Sunday. Bolstered by his trade advisor, a television doctor, Larry Eelson, of Oracle and Rudolph W., I don't know, a formal New York mayor, Mr. Trump has seized... On the drug as a miracle cure for the virus that has killed thousands and paralyzed American life. Along the way, he has promoted an international debate about a drug that many doctors in New York and elsewhere have been trying desperate, have been trying in desperate with, have been trying in desperation even without conclusive scientific studies. Huh. But what I read was that um, people who have like heart problems. It just kills them. Yeah. Yeah, so like, oh, you have the coronavirus, take this, and then they die from the medication. Oh! Okay, don't do that. Don't do that. What were you talking about, the medical advisor, saying not, like, what
1: What was he talking about? What drug was he talking about? I have about? no idea what drugs he was talking about, but whoever advised him to say it was like, this was, what well, now this was like probably a month ago now. But he was talking about taking sorts of medicine that will reduce your risk of catching coronavirus. And uh, a doctor was like, hey, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. He's like, yeah, don't take all those at one time. You'll die.
0: <laughs> yeah, not a, not a good idea. He's yeah. telling you to take all these medications and, like, there's no evidence behind this stuff. You don't just blunt. I, I don't know who his PR, he keeps his <laughs> PR people busy. Oh, absolutely. God. Like, a part of me wants to like... A part of me wants to like him. I don't dislike him. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I don't like him. <laughs> I just don't understand. He's
1: he's he's funny. Because... But not like a good way. It's not funny. Yeah, I know it's not hey, funny. Hey, take
0: this anti-malaria drug. It's closer... The disease people aren't going to understand i mean they might understand this. i don't know it's closer to measles than it is malaria yeah because of how contagious it is that's like literally it's a it's a mix of the flu and measles because of how contagious it is measles is 10 to 1 one person gets sick their their average people that they can that they spread it to is 10 i think this is like 5.8 or 6 or something like that and it's the closest thing to to measles yeah not malaria and I don't someone just told like some doctor told him that and he's like, Oh it sounds good Yeah and ran with it. I don't know why, I don't know I don't know. But I also heard something else from an actual doctor that it makes a little bit of sense. What? If you have the coronavirus or you have a fever in general, what do you take when you have a when you have a fever? You have a headache? I take Tylenol. Ibuprofen. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Why? Because well, so I've gotten crap my entire life. I heard this um, Brian Hicks. It's Mr. Hicks. Okay. My like, no, is Mr. Taylor. Okay. My freshman science teacher. Okay. Shout out Randy Taylor. Okay. Great man. All right. His his nickname was the Lord High Mocus. Don't ask me where that came from. He was the Lord High Mochus. Okay. When you walked in his classroom, you were in the kingdom of the Lord High Mochus. He was an egotistical monster. Anyway, anyway, um, he at some point he was talking about ibuprofen. I don't know why. It's chemistry. Well, it makes sense. But he was telling us don't take ibuprofen because ibuprofen literally. He used the word dumbs. It dumbs down your anti your anti inflammatory like receptors in your body. Going, oh, we have we're getting too hot here. Things are starting to inflame. Let's you know, let's attack that. What well, numbs those down so you don't feel that anymore. So you still have the headache. You still have the fever. It just isn't able to take its natural course. It has to it has to it takes longer or it doesn't go away at all. You're just taking the pain away. You're not solving anything. And okay. When you when you do that when you take ibuprofen your body just deadens that like so we don't like feel this anymore novocaine for your head, not to that extent. I mean you still feel it a little yeah. bit, but, and with a small headache it just it'll go away on its own over yeah. time. With a fever and with stuff like that you're not supposed to take. That's what I've never taken. I hate taking ibuprofen in general. I don't like taking it.
1: I hardly ever take it. If I have like a, a bad headache I'll take like because the.
0: I what think, it does like, what is, it, is it, it, makes, like- it makes your body think you don't have pain. That's what it does. So your body's not going to attack the place of the pain because it doesn't feel it anymore. Yeah. That's what it does. Like It, it, it attacks your That's anti-inflammatory, true. like the receptors that feel that stuff. But I, I heard that, too. It was kind of like, if you got the coronavirus, don't take ibuprofen because you'll think that you have gotten over it and you haven't. Mm. You'll think that you feel better. You don't. Don't do that. But, no, no,
1: that makes sense. Yeah.
0: I just thought the whole take the anti-malaria drug
1: yeah I was reading up on the c d c and they were saying uh the c d c says this is gonna be something like uh the the actual thing it's oh I sort of want to read it because it's quite interesting and at the same time not good to hear, but our listeners should know it, so I'm just trying to go to the c d c
0: CDC.gov.
1: So, learn more about the coronavirus.
0: I don't know if we talked about this while you're looking that up. The World Health Organization came out last week. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Maybe. I think I told you this. They were talking about they might soon be going door to door, which, first off, way too many homes in America to do this. You don't have the task force to do this. But wanting to go door to door, you don't have the test to do this either. Our tests are like, for every 1,000 people in America, it's like 340 tests or something like that. So we have enough tests to test 34% of the country. So you'd have to be real specific about where you went, but they're wanting to go door to door and test entire households, and then if you're sick, you stay there and they take the family. First off, no. See how that, see how that plays over in Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Mississippi, Georgia? Dude, you get shot. You'll get shot trying to take people's families from them. But first off, where are you going to take them? Where are you taking masses of people? What, are you going to put them all in FEMA camps or something like that, like the government loves to do? Like, what are you – I'm getting very political. I'm so sorry. But no, what are you going to do? Like, don't take the people that aren't sick. Take the sick person out. Sanitize the whole house. Put those people in FEMA camps or in hospitals. I don't know. It's better than taking – but it's like if – If someone came in, if if, if they came into my house and I tested positive, they would take Brittany and the kids, and I'd stay there by myself. Like, first off, no. Like, that's not, that wouldn't happen. But I saw that, and I was like, man, you're not, you cannot enforce that. Like, you, I mean, you could just make, like, lock everybody down and be like, if any of y'all leave this home, it's a, it's a citation and you go to prison, But that's what you'd have to do. Y'all are just going to get sick here together and hopefully nothing happens to you. That's what you'd have to do because you couldn't get people to leave their homes, Yeah, leave their loved ones. You couldn't do that.
1: I I don't remember exactly how I found it, but basically they were saying that uh, uh, one of the most Googled questions on the planet right now is when will coronavirus end? And the answer is not anytime soon. No. Uh, There was uh, the... Vaccine as opposed to they're trying to push it out, but it won't be available. They said earliest would be February twenty first, twenty twenty one. So it's next February, yeah. Um, but they said they're past the point of containing it, like they did SARS and Ebola and MERS years ago. Said the the best case scenario is that someone develops an immunity to it. Which for that to happen, about eighty percent of the population would have will probably catch this. And it's the groups most most people that catch it won't catch it again because that means your body has some sort of the antibodies in your body have what it takes to fight off the virus. So those people aren't necessarily immune to it yet, but they their antibodies in their body can beat it. But that's going to be a very small portion of the population. And the way you get rid of something like this is you need multiple groups of those. Multiple groups of people that either just don't catch it at all, that their body just naturally just fights it off. Not that they're immune to it, they catch it, but their body just fights it off. Or people that Mm -hmm. caught it and beat it. And then from those people, you can study on what, what it takes to... To like beat to, it. To beat it yeah. by using
0: those people. But yeah, the the peak for
1: the, uh, I, don't, I didn't even check how
0: many. Were you talking about people that are just naturally immune or people that have it, get over it, and now they have antibodies that fight it? That, yeah. Okay, yeah, I've, I've There's I've also heard. some
1: people that just don't catch it. Yeah, that's, they a, just, that's a, I like thought it's a blood type. It's, it is probably. I could be blood, wrong. I, probably, probably, I, mean, I, mean, like I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it probably makes more sense than anything else is that some people just don't catch it. They can be around it, and they just don't catch it at all they i don't want to say they don't catch it at all they carry the disease it just doesn't affect them it just doesn't affect them because whatever is in their bloodstream or whatever's in their body can handle it and make it feel like a
0: <laughs> or normal the, cold or it's just like um yeah we're not messing with this yeah <laughs> yeah virus, like, uh-uh so do you know how a virus works viruses aren't alive you know that right they're not living they're codes they're like a they're like a DNA code, and they get into like not necessarily a DNA code, but they're like a coding, and they get into you, and then they use the proteins from your body to reproduce. Like they're not they're not like seeking to reproduce; they just want to be alive. Yeah. But they're not alive. They just want to exist, I guess, because they're coding. They're never alive, and then they just reproduce like reproduces by making more of that yeah. coding, which then tends to be you getting extremely sick, and it takes so m- it codes and you know. It, uh, multiply so much that that's when you die. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's. I heard that today, too. Like a virus isn't alive. It's not actually alive. People misconceive that as some, like, well, virus thing. It's not. Yeah. It's a code, just like in a computer. It's a code, just like it's, it's a DNA code kind of thing. It's kind of cool. So, it's different. Um, I don't think
1: quarantine will be ending anytime soon. No, 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 no. So. Which, I mean, I don't really.
0: Things aren't much different for me. They're really not. They're not much different here because. I, mean, I go to sunny a and, and go to work every day. Yeah. It's, things aren't. I mean,
1: if you live in a big, big city, then things are a lot different. Like New York, things are drastically different. Like yeah. Times Square is one of the most popular places on the New planet. There. And it's empty.
0: It's a ghost town. Um, I've heard Danny and uh, Joe on the basement yard yeah. talking about the rail carts and subway trains and stuff. Yeah. They run automatically. Yeah. They run automatically. And there's no they're just running and they're empty. Or there's yeah. like few people there and there's like yep. empty trains that are usually packed. So places places like Sherman
1: wouldn't really Yeah, I mean you you uh, you can see the effect somehow cuz like gyms are closed and you know restaurants restaurants and, are closed and you know the movie theaters closed and Stuff like that, and you can't, you know, if you you can't go out to eat, no. you have to go get food and take it back home. But other, but not like you know, it is in New York or California or Portland or any of the big cities that have been heavily affected by it. I imagine once 80% of the population catches it, though, it's everything everywhere's gonna be like that.
0: You think it's gonna continue to progress? Mm-hmm. I don't, I think. I don't. Think, I don't see the curve
1: slowing anytime soon because think, of places like here. I don't know. Unfortunately, that's what it. I don't think it is because you have you still have essential workers, mm-hmm. and in small towns where there's you know like what Denison had one two two cases, Sherman had one, Bonham had one. Oh, I thought Denison had seven. no might. Have, I don't know, but Sherman has like one or two cases, like very low amounts and none of them have died yet I, I,
0: thought somebody died. I thought one person died in Denison I could be wrong I thought it was seven cases one person died I could be completely wrong
1: I don't I, I haven't even checked Just what I heard I don't know if it's right but small but in small big town. cities like New York New York is the, the cases have slowed down it's like the epicenter yeah it's, I mean there's 30 something thousand cases there yeah. and uh, but places like that that have to take extreme measures like sort of like China did Whereas, like, if you go outside, you're... Italy. Yeah, if you
0: go outside, you're in trouble. Like, yeah. you're going to jail. You think it goes there? The economy, I don't think... The economy can't afford for that to happen. I don't think... Which then gets into the place of what's more important, humanitarian humanitarianism or economics. Yeah. Like, do you want your everybody to be alive, or do you want to have a nothing country? Yeah. I mean, that's what you get into. And I don't think it slows down until at least midsummer i think it's a little far i do agree i think it's a little farther than that i think it's like around my birthday august, august. middle of august yeah, yeah. i can see that but i heard i've heard this too about people like well we can't let the economy continue to do this so let's just let it run its course let nature do its thing business as usual and we'll just handle it that way and keep the economy running
1: makes makes make sense i can see that that would and that's it, the quick. That's the, the what's that's the article I read earlier. But it makes sense. That's it's, flawed. Fa- that's, it's flawed. It's flawed. That's
0: the fastest way it's to flawed. a. That's the fastest way to a vaccine. It's flawed, though. Everybody. Well, the the mortality rates only two point three percent or two point eight percent. It's a little worse than. I mean, it's a, a, a percent two percent higher than the flu. That's the flu. You get a flu shot every couple of years or whatever. Yeah. You get the flu, you get over it, but people die. There's no wipe down counters for the flu, wear gloves and masks for the flu. Yeah. We are taking precautions. Wipe down everything, wear masks, yeah. Yeah, all that true. stuff. Yeah. Social distancing, quarantine, and it's a 3% mortality rate. Yeah. Imagine if we didn't do all that stuff. If it just much, back to much higher. People would be, the whole country would get sick. Everyone would get sick. People, the death rate would probably it'd probably be seven eight percent for all. I mean, I'm guessing, but it would go up. So I, I don't know if it was me in charge of things. I get it that you're you would ruin your reputation as as, as the president. But I would be the guy that goes. I got to be more humanitarian than economic businessman on this one. We got to lower the death count. Keep it low get healthy, find a vaccine, and then yeah. then we're back to business as, as usual. If that's three months from now, awesome. If it's a year from now, that sucks, but we will rebound because every six years the economy goes into a recession. Yeah, The last 11 years, it hasn't. This, not because of a virus, but this was due. Yeah. It was due for the economy to go not this bad of a recession, but it was due for the economy, and the economy always bounces back. Yeah. That's... That's what I would do. I would. I, can, I mean,
1: opening everything back up, it would kill a bunch of people. And a lot of people would catch it. Except for those certain people that just don't catch it. Or someone
0: who's caught it before. So what? You just, like, hope that those people don't... I mean, how many people die in, like... I'm, I'm trying to think of a way to explain this. So let's say everybody that has a virus dies. Everybody. Then you're left with, let's say, 6% of the country has it. So now you're up to 40% of the country. How many of those 40% die from everyday deaths, from heart disease, from car wrecks, yeah. from accidents, from, dude, your country's, yeah. you have no people. Yeah. you, you, you
1: can't That's do the way, that. that's the way that, that's honestly the, the quicker way to a vaccine though, is to let it run its course because it's also the quicker way for, the quicker way to a vaccine. Hey, if you don't have any symptoms, don't go to the hospital. But yeah. being stupid, that's a big reason why hospitals are being overfilled and they can't focus on a vaccine and do a bunch of stuff is because people that are hypochondriacs and are just afraid for no reason show no symptoms at all are just going to the hospital randomly wanting to get tested. Ooh. Stop. We didn't talk about this. You're not sick. Don't go. It's that simple. Why would you go to the hospital... Where there are other people that are sick, just to see if you're not sick. Yeah, that's not smart. Your chances of catching it... It's higher at the Mm -hmm. hospital. Jump up significantly... Yeah, don't go to the hospital. At the hospital. Unless you're showing
0: symptoms, don't go. We didn't talk about this. It has affected my daily life. Has it? Yeah. I'm not going to say the person's name. Okay. Because they asked me not to. Okay. So, last week... A person I know um, went out to get groceries, and an old man coughed all over them. And then they interact with me, and then they get sick. This was last week, very early in the week. They get sick. Well, then it makes it up to where I work that, hey, this person close to Kyler got sick and had to get tested for the coronavirus. Thursday? they send me home they're like hey we need you to go home i was like why because we heard you need to go home i was like okay so then the person gets the test results back tells me i tell the company it's back to work today yeah but i mean i lost some hours which (laughs) but yeah i mean it's you don't think it's like i didn't think like i don't think though it's gonna happen to family members or me yeah But then it almost happens to someone that I know that's close to me. So, yeah, I mean, Um, we didn't even record because of of it. Yeah. Just in case being safe.
1: I say here probably in about I want to say probably in about a month or so, maybe maybe a little longer. We're not going to be able to record here. Well, they're going to do the whole lockdown thing because Texas's numbers are growing. Being right next door to Louisiana, which is one of the fastest states in cases
0: growing, I'll tell you. will tell you what. Next time something like this happens, it's not going to be. Well, it, might, it might still be Zoom. I don't know. I'm putting stocks in the uh, in the up and coming uh, FaceTime oh, yeah. type app. Yeah. Good God, man! You talk about they are banking. Yeah, but they don't want. Probably don't want to be under these circumstances. But they are. Banking. Yeah. Zoom made out good. Podcasting made out good. Yeah. Um real fast and we'll do an ad. You are about Kat's mom? Who? Carl Anthony Towns. Minnesota Timberwolves Center. Power Forward. Oh she She died today. Yeah, yeah she died today. Of what the? coronavirus. Really?
1: I she didn't died know that. today. I knew she was sick yeah. I knew that I did not know. He she did died like today. an
0: Instagram live video and Twitter talking about, you know, be aware of the virus and my mom's got it and She'll fight fight through. His his mom died today. I don't know how old she was. I just saw the ESPN update. I was like, that's sad, man. Yeah. That sucks. I can't imagine losing one of my parents to a... In general, that's going to be the worst day of my life is when I lose my parents. But to a virus? to something like this, yeah. Yeah. Because every... Here's... How do I I say this? Um, Your parents... if If your parents died in a car wreck, you know, you wouldn't... Be distra- I mean, You might be for a couple months But you wouldn't be distraught In five years getting into a car It's just natural you get into a car Dude every time Anytime there's any disease We've done it with this disease well, What about the Ebola uh, H1N1 SARS Talk about past diseases Dude anytime anything like this happened Or anyone talked about it You would think about your, your family member that you lost Every time someone said the coronavirus You would think about it Because that's not a common thing I bet after this, the U.S. government puts more
1: uh, research and funding into uh, finding out about new diseases that could possibly cause Americans harm.
0: I thought about this today. This time, they'll listen to to Bill Gates this time. Bill was right. Um, Shout out to Bernie Sanders on this. I sound real liberal knocking Trump and promoting Bernie. But Bernie says, how about instead of spending billions of dollars on trying to figure out how to blow each other up, Oh yeah, yeah. We put money into into researching. Yeah, research. Here's here's what I thought. That's what so Bill said at that TED talk five years smart. ago. They don't know what what animal. They know it's a cousin, like a cousin, like a ancestor to a bat. They don't know where they where what zubonic, how the zoonotic uh, disease came about. Wouldn't it be smart? Go to zoos. Go to zoos. Help them procreate. I know this sounds really, really sick and twisted. We do it to rats, so don't give me that to crap. We do it to rats. Pull one, just one. The World Health Organization of every single animal in the entire world. Pull one. You get what I'm getting at here. Pull one or two. Have them, let them have babies, and then get rid of them. And then just keep procreating these. And literally, all you do with these animals, this is awful. I'm sorry, but I thought about this today. All you do with these animals is you test what diseases could come from these animals naturally or you get them from different areas and you figure out like, you test them in certain areas in their own areas what what diseases does this animal have because there was i can't remember the name of the village I heard a doctor talking about it today there was a village in uh crap i can't remember the country there was a village next to a cave that had a lot of bats in it yeah the people in this village like a third world country had the coronavirus a while back Wow, while, while, back. Yeah, because it's on Lysol They weren't going anywhere. They didn't spread it, but they just lived close to this cave of bats, and they came in contact with bat feces somehow, then spread it amongst each other. So when this hit, anybody from the outside came in. They already have immunity from it. They're fine. Yeah. But they've had it before anybody else. So be more aware of what, what diseases could this animal have. Let's get a vaccine for it. What diseases could – I mean, what if – I mean, the swine flu – Come from a pig, like if you do testing on certain pigs and figure out what diseases pigs carry that other animals don't, you can start creating a, a, yeah. a, a vaccine for it before this happens again. Yeah, or monkeys or stuff, stuff like that. What diseases do monkeys carry? What diseases do lizards carry? Let's figure that out. Yeah, and then you can have a vaccine ready to go. That That's would work. True. That would work in rats. I don't know if it would work in people. Like you could just kill a bunch of people doing that. Yeah, or you turn them into I am Legend zombies. One of the two. I think it's ad Tom, isn't it? Yep. All righty. The first sponsor
1: of the day comes from fruitofthebean.com. It's a coffee company, Fruit of the Bean Coffee. Uh, when you go to Fruit of the Bean, you can order coffee, T-shirts, mugs, or whatever you want off their website. Uh, 10% of all profits they make go to people affected by human trafficking and children in orphanages. Um, on top of that, only whenever your purchase goes through, that's when they grind the coffee and send it to you to guarantee the freshest bagged coffee you can purchase. And if that's not enough, if you use the discount code NYNP, you get 25% off of your first purchase of Fruit of the Bean. So, 10%, orphanages, human trafficking, donations, another twenty five percent off of your or of your order if you use the discount code n y n p the second one comes from Do life at d e u x l i f e dot c o it 's a thrift box service for your children basically uh, you can get ten items of clothing for forty nine dollars opposed to going out and buying the exact amount of uh you know ten eleven twelve pieces of clothing for your kids and spending hundred and seventy million dollars. Not that much money. That's a joke. Um, but on the website, do life, you can choose the colors you want for your kids, the color you don't want, sizes, gender, whatever you want. It's all customizable right there on the screen for you, right? Whenever you go to do Co. Uh, whenever you go to the website and you choose and you pick your box and you pick your items of clothing that you want, if you use the discount code NYNP, you get 15% off of that purchase. So you're already saving money by shopping with Do Life, and then you'll save a little bit more money using our discount code. So go to co, which is D-E-U-X-L-I-F-E dot C-O, and use the discount code NYNP for 15% off of that purchase. Get your kids some new threads. Yes. Um, I had something to say about coronavirus, and I literally lost it.
0: I think that's enough. We talked about it a lot the last, like,
1: month. That's the only thing to talk about, really.
0: No, I have something to talk about. I did it outside before I walked in here, and I was like... Oh, it was a question I had for you. Oh, go ahead. Would you rather...
1: So, say everything opens back up. Okay. Okay. Would you rather... Catch the coronavirus and beat it. Or you, you not knowing it, have like the the genetic immunity to it where you'll catch it and you just never show symptoms of it Mm -hmm. and take the chance of catching it and dying it by going out and doing stuff.
0: I'd rather catch it and beat it. Yeah. 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 That's not even a hard question. Yeah. (laughs) That's like asking me. Never mind, I'm not doing that. Um, I was uh, I was outside before we walked in here, and I was, like, doing my normal thing. I'll get uh-huh. to it in a second. And what I have written down is, why do we talk to animals that way? Huh? Why do we talk to animals that way? What are you talking about? So bubblegum's out there. Right. He's strutting, showing off. Okay. He starts rolling on the ground, and I do my thing. I talk to him. I was like, what's up, little man? Come here. I'm like, rubbing him, like, talking to him like he's a simpleton. Or like he's a child. Like he's a, a child. Like, why do why do people do that to animals? Why do we talk to animals like they're inferior and that they're idiots? Hey, dear little guy. I don't guy. know why people like, do it. I'm not one of them. I though. do. I don't know why. I don't
1: do that. Whenever I go, whenever I see Nike, I talk to him normal. Like, what's up, Nikki? Yeah. I just, goes, I just what up, Nike? I'll run over and he'll jump on me. Ah, stop that. <laughs> and then he'll sit down and I'll sit down on the ground and. He'll just sort of sit there, look at me. Like, what are you looking at, man? <laughs> and then he'll walk around, and then he'll come back and sort of look at me. Like, what are you doing? Well, what's wrong with you right now? And then he'll go find a stick or something, and I'll pretend
0: to throw it, and he'll and run he'll away. Run around. I mean, you've heard me talk to Nike. Yeah. What's up, yeah. I talk yeah. to him like he's simple. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm not the only person that does this. You act. Every human being, you do it too. Don't lie and say you don't. You act so much weirder when it's just you and your animal. <laughs> if if your animal had a chip or like a thing, a camera in its eye, and you got to rewatch the way you talked and acted around your animal, good God. I've grabbed Oreo, my mom's cat, like this, insane. Castle on a Cloud from Lay Miserable. Oh, I have a castle in so long in a <laughs> I don't think I act super different around that. No, you probably act like a Mom's not there. Roommates aren't there. Brothers, sisters, family's not there. Just you and your dog. Just you and your cat. You act like a fool sometimes. I don't think so. Everybody does.
1: I think the strangest thing would be... Wouldn't even be that strange. It would just be me randomly just being like, Hey, come here. And I'll like... He'll either like jump on the bed or wherever I'm at. He'll jump on people. For some reason, he has a thing against Chairs. Like if you were to call him over to you, he won't jump onto like into your lap from a, in a chair. And I don't know why he just never he's, he's never like, done it. Nah, not he's sturdy ne- He's never done it. Also, fun fact about Nike: Whenever we first got him, whenever he was baby, baby this big, uh, we had a couch at our at our mom's house that was. I'm not joking. As about as low as we're sitting right now. Okay. He couldn't jump onto it. <laughs> He's too small. He was too small. Oh, he can fly now. He can fly now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was just tired of not being able to jump on stuff. So he's probably trained he's jumping like stuff, and jumping stuff whenever he was home by, home by himself. Now, why do people talk to animals like they're idiots? I have no. I have no idea.
0: Like a lot of people talk to babies like that. I've never understood that. Like I'm, I'm not doing that. Not to a baby. It's. a I mean, but to a to an animal. Oh yeah, I've done that. I don't know. Like you talk like babyish to animals. Look at the little guy. I've done that to Oreo. Look at the little guy and his like ears I back. I don't, I don't. I don't influctuate
1: my voice at all when I talk to babies or animals, but my lingo changes, like how I talk changes. To babies or animals, both. I use words that I don't normally use. If that makes sense. Like you're or I,
0: like, like a dog's more superior. Like it's got a higher a higher uh, no like a higher I, vernacular. No, I just use different lingos. Or so use like, like a street vernacular. So
1: like if I like. Earlier when you called me, I was like, "Oh, what up?" Mm. If when Nike's around, I was go, "Oh, what's going on? What's on? What's going on, guy?" You talk to him like you're white. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Hey
0: there, guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. you, <laughs> you talk like Ned Flanderson off of the, the Simpsons. Oh, howdy ho, neighbor. That's his idea. You talk to Nike. Uh, Super duper white. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I talk to Some, animals Ni-
1: like
0: an idiot. Sometimes
1: when I would take Nike for a walk, he sort of has this weird strut, <laughs> and he'll look around. I'm like, what are you doing? You look foolish. <laughs> foolish. And then at, at that point, sometimes he'll either he'll run just take off. No one's catching him. <laughs> <laughs> he broke Matthew. He broke Matthew. Yeah, he did break Matthew. <laughs> I are you calling me. <laughs> no, nah, he just broke Matthew. He did break Matthew. He juked the shit out of Matthew. But
0: every, every family, I'm not kidding, like literally almost every family member I know, like, in friends, friends, family, like, everybody does that to their, to animals, other people's animals. Yeah, everybody, yeah, Mostly, yeah, most of the population. Everybody talks to their, why? I have no idea. You talk, like, talk to horses. I think it's John Mulaney who's like, he's like, why do people shush horses? He's like, shh, 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 He's like, it's okay, it's okay. He says, he says, they've never spoken. Why are you shushing horses? Like, <laughs> I've heard my grandpa. Think, I think it's. Shh, shh, I don't know why the shh, but
1: I think the it's okay part is because horses are a timid animal. Yeah. Oh, I know that. Yeah, horses are a timid animal. My grandpa's got had, had three horses. In so the I think it's like the,
0: the, trying to comfort the animal almost. I mean, I guess a calming. I I, I just don't understand. But the dog Luca over at my dad's she eats it up. Hey Luca, how are you she's flying around in circles? Not because she's happy to see you, because, well, that, but because when you talk to her in that voice, she just acts different. It's weird. Like I don't understand. I, I don't
1: know. I really don't. I vividly. I have a video of it on my phone. Actually, I was sitting on the couch at home, and I got up. I just got up. I didn't say anything. I just got up. Nike walked around the corner and looked at me.
0: What are you doing?
1: and I went what and he backed up and then walked away and then I took a step and his head popped around from the corner and I went what and he turned around and walked back into his wherever he was hiding you're mean to his your dog I'm not mean to him he's just a I treat him like a person <laughs> you don't love on him no, because he doesn't like it. Oh, dude, I love...
0: Bubblegum doesn't like it. I'll pick him up and yeah. love Nike
1: him. Nike doesn't like it. Nike's also vicious. He doesn't care. Bubblegum's vicious. Yeah. I,
0: I love get. on him. He just, he just takes it. He just pet uh, his a noggin.
1: One day back... Uh, I think, yeah, um, Bear and Anthony came over to my house one day, and Bear tried to pick up Nike, <laughs> and he bit his hand. Good job, Nike. <laughs> he bit his hand... And then Bear tried to Bear was like, "Ah, oh, you son of a bitch!" and like dropped him. And then Nike jumped back on the couch and sat down and just looked at him.
0: Bring it on, <laughs> brother! He said, "Let's go." And then I like Nike. Nike's cool. He, Nike likes me. I don't know why. But Nike likes me. Nike doesn't like a lot of people. He likes me. He can tell. He can tell an animal person. Yeah, probably. I think. I think like super animal people do that. I would talk to a squirrel that way. Hey there, baby, or a raccoon, even though it would eat my face.
1: Raccoons are freaky. Raccoons are mean. Raccoons are freaky. Raccoons are mean. They can they can walk. They can run like dogs and walk like humans and do things like humans if they <laughs> That's want. That's Cool. They can do whatever
0: they want. <laughs> they're, like, they're like monkeys. Raccoons are awesome. They're, they're like mean monkeys. as hell, but they're awesome. They're just ba- they're rodent monkeys. That's all they are. If you could have one wild animal that you could domesticate, what would it be? Um, mine might be. Ooh, I don't. Know what mine would be actually. You're gonna think I'm a psychopath. Well, I got two. I got two, and they're both kind of similar in a way. Um, probably a kangaroo. I think it'd kick the shit out of you. Yeah, exactly. It'd kill you. You said it I wouldn't dom- even. It would it, still kill you. Wouldn't mean to. It'd probably still kick you. Not mean to. I
1: wouldn't have to like do anything. I could leave my house unlocked if I wanted to. You'd
0: Just get in its pouch. <laughs> carry you <laughs> in the kitchen.
1: <laughs> I can just leave my house unlocked if I wanted to. I got to run to the store real quick. Hey. Whatever I name the king, core. whatever I name the king, I'd probably name him like Ryan or Muhammad Ali or something. Put boxing gloves on him. Someone breaks in, I'll come home and there'll be a dead body in my living room. You name him either Keith. from these or that tail and jumping up and kicking him in the chest and
0: stopping their heart. You name him Keith. Right? Keith, breakfast time. You just roll <laughs> out of your bed into his pouch and he hops <laughs> into the kitchen with you. That'd be awesome. Mine's I don't weird. Know. Mine's real weird. The first one's not really. Okay. Fox. Foxes are cool. Foxes are very, like... They're very interesting. ...elegant and, like, adorable. They're real sneaky. The other one would be a hyena. Those dude. Things are, those things are so cool. Dude, they, hyenas are vicious. Their normal vocal, like, sound is that loud. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. I've but always been hyenas like enamored hyenas.
1: Hyenas A lot of people... I think I went and saw saw... Um, like the Lion King, I love the hyenas. They're so cool. The lion, I went and saw the new Lion King with Peyton and Eli and someone else, Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Peyton was wondering why, like, why do they depict lions being scared of hyenas in the wild? And which, when you look at them size wise, it's a huge difference. Yeah. But it's because of the pressure per square inch that a hyena creates out of their mouth compared to another mammal, big... How do lions know that? <laughs> I'm imagining they, they had some lion friends that have been attacked by a hyena before. They're like Holy But a hyena's man. like pressure per square inch. It's like 2,000 pounds per square inch when they bite down on something. And a lion's is only like 800. That would hurt. Like a, lyena, a hyena has... A like, that would be terrible. A lion hyena mix. <laughs> yeah, but like a hyena's like when they bite you, they could bite through your like femur and cut, like, cut it off cleanly. Just one bite could cut your
0: leg off. That's like the Liger from Napoleon Dynamite. What's your favorite <laughs> animal? A hyena. A hyena mix. Preferences They're and magic. Crazy. They're cool. Um, you had a, you had a YouTuber you wanted to talk about. Had to, I just had something
1: else to say. I think it was animal related, but I don't remember what it was. Why do people talk to
0: animals like that? Why? I really. I, I do don't. it, and I don't know, and I catch myself. I'm like, man, I'm an idiot. Why do people act weird around animals when no one else is around? I don't know. I really would love. I would love to be able to see through my animal's eye, through like Oreo's eye, his entire life. Of I've suplexed that cat probably a thousand dollars onto the bed like softly. <laughs> but I'm like suplex. Like I want to see through that cat's eyes how crazy and maniacal and just psychopathic I look. I Love him to death. He sleeps with me sometimes. I love on him. He's great. But I just want to see what that's like. What I look like to him.
1: Nike slept with me until we went to Disney World once. And then you came back and he's like, nah, f you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens. Also, when I go see Nike because he lives over where Matthew lives with Gale and them. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of other dogs. There's some big dogs over there. Like they're huge. Nike holds the ground. Yeah, Nike's like the leader. He says, it's it's so strange. Nah, he says. It's, <laughs> what kind of fire? It's so strange. Like, I'll go over there, and I'll go out in the backyard, and we'll, you know, he'll run around and jump, and I'll throw a stick to him or whatever. Then I'll just sit on the steps, and he'll come over there. And um, they have another dog over there. I forgot its name, but it's stupid. Um, the dog's ridiculous. But he'll come over there, and he'll try to, like, be by me. And now he just jumps down in front and just. <coughs> and the dog just. Walks away, he says, "Uh-uh." Walks away. Don't want that. This problem. is the same dog that Nike peed on its face one of the times <laughs> I was there. Oh my god! It was in the. It was in the process. The other dog was in the process of peeing on a tree. Nike went over and peed on the same tree, but missed and pissed all over this dog's face.
0: Nike says, "That tree is yours. You're mine. <laughs> Therefore, that tree is mine."
1: So that was that was an interesting thing to see. I went, "Man, we messed this dog up." He thinks he's like a. Dragon.
0: He's a, he's a dictator. <laughs> he thinks he he's a dragon. An, he leads with an iron paw. Um, oh.
1: Go ahead. Have you, Did you ever see, this is what I was going to ask you, did you see the video, this was years ago, a woman bought a dog from somebody that said it was a, um, what are they called, a, a mastiff? Yeah, I
0: think so.
1: I think that's what the dogs are called, a, a bull mastiff. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Um, no, what's the dog in Beethoven? I have no clue. You know the big dogs like that in the movie Disney movie Beethoven. You don't know the Disney no movie clue. Beethoven? Never heard of it? It's a dog. It's a movie about a dog. I've heard of a hundred and one Dalmatians. How do you spell Beethoven? B-E-E-T-H-O-V-E-N, I think Beethoven, and then dog. This thing, this dog right here. I don't know what you're
0: talking about. They look like...
1: Yeah. Okay, yes. Um. Oh, a St. Bernard. Sorry.
0: Oh, wow, that was way off. Yeah, way off,
1: yeah. Yeah, we're running out of time. Okay. We hurry up. I well, saw it on the camera. We can talk about the other thing later.
0: Um.
1: we can't. Yeah, we can't. Um, she thought she bought a St. Bernard off somebody, which, if you don't know a St. Bernard, they're very expensive dogs. They're ugly. They're not the best looking dog, but they're very expensive. They're breeded specifically to sell they're the fours of the
0: dog community they're like a good four like a person oh. Like, oh i'm like a four that's what they're okay
1: like. They're, like a four. they're a very expensive dog they're like three thousand dollars well she bought this dog that was said to be a saint bernard for like 400 bucks okay It's cheap <laughs> and We're when she a saint bernard <laughs> yeah oh she got something completely different a wolf cub that'd be awesome no uh so she took it. She took it to her friend that was a vet. Okay. And she checked him out, make sure he was healthy. He was a baby. Then, like four months later, she got a call again and said, "Why is this dog so big at this age?" And she brought him in to see it, and this thing is like doubled in size already. It's a jackal? No. She bought a bear. She bought a bear. <laughs> yeah, a, by the time that's she got, by, by the time she got rid of it, it was a full like almost a full size brown bear. <laughs> you know what happened to her? What? She got, she got bamboozled. <laughs> she did. She bought a bear. And she asked like once she she took it to an actual vet and they're like, the, this is a bear. <laughs> <laughs> she took and to it walks bear. in, they're like that's not a dog. That's a bear. <laughs> Took it to an actual vet, and they were like, "Ma'am, you know you have a bear? an American brown bear, right?" So she uh, uh, she gave him to the zoo. She's
0: like, "This dog eats four. It's <laughs> eats four four servings of dog food a day. Yeah. I feed it six times a day, two servings." Yeah. That yeah. Math was not right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. She bought a brown bear by so some, some dude was selling them. It's sort of like how at the town center here. They just sell dogs out of the back of their cars in the parking lot. Can't a bear from a dog. <laughs> Apparently, baby bears and baby Saint Bernards look very similar.
0: I saw the video. Whoever sold her that dog or that bear, good God! First time you got ripped off. Why are you selling a bear for four hundred dollars? Something for like ten Gs? Sold a he's probably he's probably not supposed to have a bear. <laughs> he's like, oh shit! <laughs> shit yeah, you're you're
1: probably not supposed to have a bear. Oh man, I want a bear. That'd be
0: awesome. Get to sleep with a bear, and then it eats you.
1: They're pretty cool. I've watched a bunch. So Joe Rogan podcast. He has a bunch mm. of he has a bunch of, a bunch of people on there, like yeah. interesting people. And he has this one dude on there. The dude on a bear. No, <laughs> Not um, he was he did have somebody on there that was attacked by a bear. Not like attacked on him, but they were camping. Got in the field and,
0: position and went away.
1: No, he shot at it.
0: <laughs> That's smart.
1: No, so brown bears you can get in the fetal position Mm -hmm. and play dead, and eventually, hopefully, they'll get bored with you. You'll get cut up, and you'll get bit. Black bear will just rip you up. A black bear doesn't matter. They say like the best thing to do with a black bear is to fight back, look big, or whatever. That's they say that's the best thing to do with a black bear is because they're once they have you sort of dead set in their tracks, they're going to come after you, no matter what you do. I'm not running a bear. A bear runs 60 Bears miles per fast. hour. I'm not running run um, <laughs> a I would just do my Naruto run. I saw a video the other day on YouTube of a dude on a bike trail and he turned around and a bear was chasing him. <laughs> oh, <you> just, <laughs> he was pedaling and then he fell and his GoPro caught it and the thing was up and it jumped and it was like, it was easily clearing like 15 feet per jump. This thing was after him. Did he live? Yeah, he lived. How? Uh,. I want to say that he, because he, when he fell, he ran off into the forest, and he hid somewhere in a bunch of mud, and I think he masked his scent. That's smart. Um,
0: no, but apparently, do you know what a... Uh, Real fast, I'd have put that hoe in 10-speed and just oh. ride got away from that thing. He had a dude, uh,
1: Joe Rogan had a dude on the podcast not too long ago talking about, he's a nature guy, and his job is to go out and look for species that have been declared extinct. Mm-hmm. He's, you know what he's on the hunt for right now? The Tasmanian tiger. You know what the Tasmanian? Tasmanian? devil. No, a Tasmanian tiger. Uh-huh. Apparently they went extinct hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago. But there's been some people recently in Australia saying that they've seen them up in mountains where they would live at. But if uh, they say, like, they take a guess, there's probably like only four if there is any at all. Hmm. He's uh, He's also on the look for I think it's basically a giant
0: sloth. You know how big a giant sloth is? I don't know how big a sloth is. I've seen one. A giant sloth is about 10 feet tall. Jesus Christ. It's like it's the abominable snowman. It's just <laughs> the giant
1: sloths are massive. God. Apparently, there's a couple of those left still, too, people
0: think. I mean, they're so big and so slow, they probably get effed up. Apparently they're, they're easy
1: they're, target. Apparently they're one of the thing like the, one of the mammals that hide very well in trees, because they move so slow. Moss grows on their back, so they just. I mean, and sloths spend so much time of their lives in trees that when you're looking for a giant sloth, if you look up in a tree, you're probably not going to see it. That's gross. Moss on its back.
0: Yeah, that's gross. Um, <laughs> ew. <laughs> Yeah, the, the bear thing's freaking awesome. That'd be cool. I'd be excited. They're like, this is a bear. I'd be like, oh, that's so cool. Get the paperwork. It's mine. I'm not giving this thing away. I'm not, I'm selling, I'm not selling that thing. I'm not selling it either. I'm giving it away. You know what you call me? I'm not carrying a bear around. You know what I do? Do you know how big that bear well, is going imagine. to get? But you know what I do? What? I buy a hundred more bears. Then you call me Kai Exotic and I got to show on Netflix all these bears. <laughs> Bear trading industry. Bear trading. Not for not its skin though. Like its fur. We're not doing that. No. Not doing that. You can come get you can come get like hugs with the bears
1: and Bears are terrifying. Oh yeah,
0: bears are mean. Bears are
1: scary. Bears are terrifying. Now that dude said that they were camping in the woods and they were out uh hunting like a deer. They were tracking a deer. They were going to kill it and, you know, skin it and eat it for the night. And they came across, like, one dude shot it, and they were tracking it down after they shot it. That's smart. <laughs> well, you know, like, once you shoot a deer, if you don't get a kill shot, they oh, run.
0: Oh, I was thinking about the bear. No, when, you know, if you shoot... Yeah, shot, yeah, the deer makes sense. I the deer the runs, and then eventually it passes out and dies. Oh, they meant they shot a bear, and they were tracking it. I was no. like, no, just get away.
1: No, they shot the deer, and they came upon the deer... But it was being mauled on by a black bear, which is very unusual because bears are omnivores. They only eat plants. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I took third grade science. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, this bear was gnawing on this deer. So now it's a carnivore. And then they backed up. They're like, you know, we're going to leave this thing alone. I Thought it was a herbivore. A herbivore eats. Omnivore plants. eats omnivore everything. Eats both. Yeah, that's why bears eat fish. Yeah. Okay. Um, they backed up. And one of them stepped on a twig, and it turned around on both back legs and started chasing them. Just running? Not on its back (laughs) legs. (laughs) It dropped down and started running after them.
0: I was like, what is this, Yogi?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So they ran back to camp, and basically they were like the best. Then all of a sudden it stopped chasing. Like They got back to camp, and it wasn't chasing them anymore. And then they said, like they sort of huddled up in the middle to see all sides, and it was basically circling them. And they were like, the best thing to do is just disperse whenever it starts to, whenever it charges, because it's gonna charge. Just don't be the one that it picks. Yeah, and little after that, right after that, it ran right through a tent, right through a tent came out the front door of the tent right out oh, of they dispersed and one dude got clawed but the bear fell down the the mountainside <laughs> when and it, idiot. then got up and started to come back up the mountain <laughs> that's when you get your stuff and leave. yeah
0: yeah so you get the car and leave just run no they say just run the bear over. he and said then.
1: he he said he ran ran into the tent that the bear ran through got his phone and like the his personal stuff like they were in canada got his phone and his passport and stuff like that and the other guys did too Left everything there.
0: I was gonna say just just get in your car and hit the bear with the car. That bear with like Jason Voorhees just like hit the car and stop it. Stop You'd it. Like, oh yeah. God. Okay. Um, we had another topic, actually two other topics, but we'll hit those on the next episode. Yeah. Um, this was a good one. Well, yeah, I, I like this one. We talked a lot about <laughs> animals. Well, it's Mama Day. It's Snake Day, so yeah, we'll talk it about some animals. Makes sense. Um, one of the topics I'll talk about it for, like two seconds. The gaming logo you sent me really cool. Yeah. I might post it on Instagram. Do it. Okay, I'll post that on Instagram. Follow me at uh, I think it's I think it's just Kai versus everybody twenty one. It is Kai versus everybody twenty one. Check that out Instagram. Um, you can find me on Snapchat, kylerdrum Drum twenty one. Um, I post all the uh, every Tuesday and Friday I post the links to this one, this podcast, Not Your Own Podcast, and um, every Wednesday coming up soon, season three of the AOC starts. I'll be start posting the links to that. Go listen to season one and two if you haven't heard them. Um, Also, go to patreon.com slash n-y-n-p. Uh, we got three tiers. We've got the average tier, which is $5. The spooky tier in honor of the AOC, which is $6. And the normal tier, which is $7. Don't be an average spooky person. Be normal. And um, I think that's it on this side of the table. Um, Aaron? Website, YouTube channel, Twitter page, Snapchat page. You can find Snapchat, me Instagram. You can find me personally on Instagram at
1: iFilmAaron or on Twitter at iFilmAaron15. Um, Night Normal Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, Academy of Conspiracy on Twitter and Instagram, Film Cinemas on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, also, YouTube.com. Go to iFilm Productions or Night Normal Podcast or Academy of Conspiracy. Um, the new episode, well, season three, episode one, comes out April twenty second on Academy of Conspiracy. It's a banger. It's a hot topic. It'll. It's that's gonna be the one to blow up. You'll hate uh, me. That's gonna be the pod, That's gonna be the episode to blow up.
0: I'll get death threats. I think.
1: I'm not kidding. Maybe. Um, it's just gonna. It's just gonna bring everything down. <laughs> um, uh, also, be sure to go to Twitch. And follow our new channel, iFilm Cinemas Gaming. I'm still setting up the social media profiles for that right now. And or if you want, just go to iFilmCinemas.com. It has everything on it right there. And Aaron Cross 15 is my Snapchat. That's it.
0: Any last words? Um, Any last word? You're not dying.
1: Uh, happy uh, Happy Mamba Day! Remember the Remember the Goat. Um, if you have a basketball goal at your house, go out and shoot one. Okay, yeah, knock it down. You have to make it. If you don't, you've got to do four laps.
0: Around what? Uh, <laughs> the block. I'll be watching. Um, don't want somebody bamboozle you and Sell you a bear when you thought it was a dog. And something.